Welcome home. Oh, I like that. Nice. Well done. <laughs> Welcome home to everyone. Um, big, big stuff to talk about this week. A lot of heard fifis. Some fifis to my right have been heard a little bit. Um, we will jump right into it real quick. Okay, so uh, first thing is first... Uh, barbecue competition last weekend in Lexington that Joby put on. And yes, Joby won the competition that he himself put on for like the third year straight. And I know it seems kind of sketchy and it kind of is, but he does. I mean, he did hire out like a private firm to come in and do the judging blind box style. Um, so, you know, say what you will. Um, Babs cleaned house. Babs did very well. Shout out to Babs. Um, placed in three categories, got fifth overall uh, in the uh, in the overall uh, category by you know fifth out of twelve teams. But he cleaned house. He got like a he placed in ribs, chicken, and um, people's choice. People's choice, right? No, uh, no, no, it was ribs, just ribs, chicken, and brisket, right? No, he 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 placed in people's choice because he didn't make. It was the very first no, one. No, right? he didn't change. Hold on, what was the very wild first? card? Wild card. He placed in the wild, wild card, card, which is yeah. basically people's choice, but you turn it into the judges. To the judge, which I call the judge's choice, but apparently I, I'm weird for calling it that. Well, that's essentially what it is, but uh, congrats to Babs. However, I do have to also congratulate. But I, uh, weird break here, and uh, I don't know why the technology cut me off right there. Uh, but what I was alluding to was we were congratulating Babs, and I said that we also had to congratulate my esteemed colleague, uh, Jonathan J.T. Thompson here, and uh, what exactly took place for you uh, at the competition this weekend? Um, so, ultimately, the result was uh, third place place in uh, chicken, barbecue chicken. And um, really, I think, you know, it's really awesome that these barbecue contests, that they give out a fourth and a fifth place. I think that's cool. It's kind of a participa- participatory uh, awesome award that they give out, but really, I feel like when you hit the top three, you really feel like you've earned a spot and earned an award. So, uh, I was very happy to uh, end up with that. Um, I, I told Doss on the way home, you know, just thinking about my life and thinking about how things have gone since, you know, like high school when they give out awards for things like art fairs and everything like that. This is the first award I have gotten. And like college, I guess stupid little like merits and stuff like that. But this is the first thing that I've gone into the public and had them judge my work and come out with an award. So it was super rewarding um, to get that third place, especially on my very first time ever doing barbecue. But I do have to say uh, it definitely took a village. So there's a couple people I need to shout out for this award. uh, Benji for the recipe, you know, he's the number, he's usually the chicken guy on Ming street meats. So Benji, he has got the recipe. He's got one hell of a recipe. And let me tell you, I botched the shit out of it and I came away with the third place, uh, uh, Doss for helping out with just general grilling and smoking, uh, skills. 
uh, help making sure that my shit was on at the right time, making sure I had the right setup and right uh, tools and making sure I had all that shit ready so I can actually do that. Um, shout out Gerky for the grill. Shout out Troy for the rub. Um, so it really took a village. It took a lot of people. I definitely didn't just walk in there and do it all myself. So it was a true Mink Street award. Uh, I'm happy to uh, have claimed it, and I did do a lot of the work. So, uh, but uh, I did want to say, you know, I know I was poking fun at people who placed fourth and fifth. Uh, Babs took fourth in chicken, and uh, want to commend him for doing all of the meats that day. That's definitely super tough. Man, so. yeah, like I, I, I was getting to it, but yeah, we uh, won't stick on barbecue too much longer. Just to say that doing all of the meats together, plus mm -hmm. people's choice, plus. The wild card, that's six categories. Babs cooked all by himself. It's hard enough to do one or two. So, uh, man, Babs, congratulations. You uh, you, you, you did great this weekend, uh, and I look forward to beating you at some point in the future. Uh, you placed one above me in the port category. Is he, is he coming to Wellington? I don't know if he's going to be at Wellington or not. This weekend's Wellington. Ooh. If you get a chance to come out, um, you should do so. Friday night is always a blast. Saturday is the uh, when it gets down to the nitty-gritty for uh, turn-ins. But at any rate, that's enough barbecue talk. We'll get back into football, what you guys are all here for. A lot of shit talking in the old group chat today. And before a feisty, listen, feisty week. Listen, I'll address my, uh, whatever, my different uh, point of view that I was coming from today. And look, I know it sounds like I'm pulling a Razzie and I'm letting the wind go to my head. I'm not. All I'm saying is it feels good to win two in a row. It does. Do I think I have a playoff team? Not necessarily. I think I have, you know, the the beginnings, the makings of what could be a playoff team. I'm 500. Again, it's only four weeks in. I said a couple podcasts ago, if I can get to week seven with a three and three record, if I get to week seven at 500, I feel great because I am getting Michael Thomas back. I am getting Jerry Judy back now. The chances are only one of those guys out of the two are probably going to be worth the shit if I'm lucky. Sure, whatever. But my team has been patched together, uh, feeling very confident about the quarterbacks and the running backs. Uh, wide receivers are just solid. They're solid, and, uh, you know, that, that's moving some guys around week to week. That's why, you know, the piece that I'm missing is the piece that I really need, a Michael Thomas, a Jerry Judy, just a, you know, a one-two punch with Deontay Johnson and one of those guys, and I feel wonderful. I still feel like I haven't had that one uh, boom week from everyone. Uh, like this week, I had three, four guys score 20 points, and then I had the rest of my team all score like five, six points. Even Logan Thomas went out in the first quarter, scored zero, still won. Thank you very much. All I'm saying is I feel much better than a couple weeks ago, and I didn't say anything but facts today. I did get a little bit ahead of myself when I said that I would beat Razzie in the playoffs, but that was mainly just me getting at Razzie. Not saying that I will go to the playoffs or that I will do good. Just saying that I think that long-term my team will be able to beat Razzie, which I've already done this year. So that's all I was saying. Um, hey, man, all, I know winning is a hell of a drug, and it feels good. It's a high. It's a real high, especially in fantasy. Oh, and you so. know what? And, you know, I'll be completely honest. You know, not to you know not to cut down Troy at all, but. Did it feel good to beat the commissioner and send him to what could be his doom? Yeah, it did feel nice. I mean, he's one and three. Sam's one and three. They play each other this week, the game of the week. 
I, and I'm, I'm telling you, I've said it all day, and I'm going to keep saying it because it's true. If you start one and four this year, you do not go to the playoffs. It's not going to happen. If you start one and four, you do not go to the playoffs. JT is making one hell of a face right now. And, because, we, can, and we can talk about it a little bit later, but I, we'll talk about it in a little bit. We'll talk about it when we get the teams, but all I'm saying is you start one and four, you do not make the playoffs this year. That is my quote. You can take it to the bank. One and four means you are not getting back to 500 till week eight, and that is if you go on a three-week winning spree, which your team obviously is not looking like it can do. As the dogs do their weekly song and dance, if you can even hear it. I'm sure you can hear it now. Um, but anyways, uh, we'll move on to the stuff. just wanted to make a statement because I know that Sam uh, and Neebs were crying about me actually – Feeling some confidence for once. No, uh, I, I mean, I guess and, look, and again, it's not even that I'm feeling confidence. It's that I'm feeling like I at least have a shot to be competitive. I mean, you win two weeks in a row, and that'll do it for you. Well, shit. Uh, we look at the converse. I mean, it took Zon losing to actually participate in the chat. I don't it's think you talked it's more well, in this league. And guess what? Babs, who has won four in a row, has never talked less. I think that if you've win, you win too many, and you think you're better than everyone and you don't win any at all, and you don't want to get made fun of. So I think you're in the sweet spot when you're around 500 where you feel like you could go in and be uh, a, a, a contribute to the conversation. Yeah. So I uh, that's it. That's all. I'm not going to rant anymore about it. You can say what you will. Uh, we'll see how the season plays out. But, uh, of course, anything can happen. Injuries will happen. They already they ha- say what you what, you know what you guys always needs and the Razzies say I'm a pity party about my injuries. I get a game ending injury that puts at least one of my players out every single game of the year. And maybe you know it happens to other people too. Whatever. It just I've you know, four guys now I've had miss at least. A game or two uh, from injury. So, again, everybody has it, whatever. All I'm saying is I feel a little bit better being 2-2 two and two than 0-2, oh and, and I think anybody would. So we'll move on to uh, the weekly challenge report. Uh, d- have we checked the new uh, league note to see if Troy has posted the new oh, league challenge? I'm guessing he has not since he lost this week. Oh, no. Since I, he I lost this week, it. I'm guessing he has not. Let me check. Let me um, open it. Until here. then, uh, so Gerke wins it again this week um, by having not one, not two, but four players on his bench score at least 20 points. Uh, who was the guy that did it? Uh, Cordero scored thirty, like yeah. almost thirty-three. Which when uh, I saw, who who has Daniel? Daniel Jones scored like point four less for who? For uh, Zoners. Zoner, yeah, I thought for sure that was going to be it. Yeah, that's crazy that Cordero was. I mean, it was crazy the game he had. But um, looking here, let me read the last note. Week three has passed. So yep. no, so no, Troy. And this always happens in middle of the season. Troy starts to let it go on the old uh, league note. I'm sure that Razzie and Neebs will hit him up about being a terrible commissioner well, for this. Yeah, and, um, and, and we'll hear he'll hear the podcast, and I hope the shame just flows through him on his way to work today as he is listening <laughs> to this. Uh, so yeah, we don't know what next week's weekly challenge I is. Mean, it's part of our podcast content that our commissioner we not do need. need it. Us. We do need it. It's nice because everybody can uh, not just read it on a screen, but you. You read it in the chat, but then you also hear it on the pod, and it just st- sticks into your brand, and we talk about who could win it. Uh, but, yeah, so we don't know who next week's – what next week's weekly challenge is. Uh, the odds are 
The Gherky's gonna win it. The odds are Gherky's gonna win. What's okay? So I wanted to say, uh, who won it week one? Uh, we, Do you even remember? Week week one was it was just the best best player. Which Gherky won, right? Uh, was it play? It was player, and it was uh, who just went off that week? I don't even remember what that one was. Heckfire. I don't remember either. I don't want to spend too much time on it. I was just trying to get. I wanted to keep a running tally of what each one yeah, was, and no, it's all, it's no, only no, week no, four, no. and I don't even remember what they all are. Yeah, we might. We need the commission to hit the group chat tomorrow and uh, to make up for not doing it in time for not refreshing us on what this upcoming week is. He needs to hit the group chat tomorrow with who's won and what they were. I think that's only fair. That'd be nice if he could. Don't hold your breath. Um, lot of voicemails to get to tonight. So I don't. I literally when we're recapping the uh, weeks scores here i don't really want to touch on anything too much on on one matchup i just want to say who won basically so uh we'll start it off we know for a fact that i defeated troy um again it's one win it was a very satisfying victory um especially after one of these voicemails you'll hear a little later uh i beat troy on the backs of uh basically zeke going off and matt ryan finally having a 30 point week uh, Troy, a lot of mediocrity. Let's see here. Running backs combined for 30. Not bad. I mean, he just had a lot of uh, uh, just a lot of middle-of-the-road guys. And then, uh, yeah, no, he really didn't, didn't have anybody get close to like a 30-pointer. And it seems like this year, if you don't have at least one player get close to that 30-point mark, you don't have a shot. Um, so, yeah, that was our matchup. I beat Troy by 27 points. I vanquished him to the Shadow Realm. He is now in not a very good standing. We will read the standings after the recap. Next match, JT gets decimated by Flower Power. It was never even close. Uh, JT had a lot of underperformers. Every single player on his team besides Devonta Smith, Noah Fant, uh, they were the only ones that overperformed their projections. Outperform the projections. Uh, see, Neebs had big game from Corey Davis. Big game from uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown. And uh, Calvin Ridley still sucks. Uh, <laughs> DK Metcalf still subpar. DK Metcalf has had one week when she's outdone his projection, and I believe Calvin Ridley has had zero. Uh, doesn't it suck that you got, took both those guys before I took Deontay Johnson in the fifth, and he has – more points than both of them. That must really chap your hide, Neebs. But nonetheless, congrats on getting in the win column. JT, do you have anything you want to say before we move on? Major pie in the face this week. Um, cream pie. No, I wouldn't say a cream pie. I'd just say you're just your standard whipped cream. Feel. <laughs> One kind of cream. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, hey, we're one week into the trade, and and uh. I guess everyone was right. Well, hopefully I need a lot of more weeks to even out that trade. But uh, I want to get to that trade. I, I've got it written down to talk about okay. it. At um, any rate, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I want to talk about it right now. Oh, we can talk about it right now. Yeah. Uh, what happened? How do you feel about it? Obviously, the trade was uh, it was he gave up Tyreek and Bobby Trees for Cup and Naheem Hines yeah. on air. Uh, and to be fair, he was talking to me about it before the trade went through, before we were on the pod, and it was a different player that he was supposed to get instead of Naheem Hines. And I said I didn't think it was a terrible trade, but I did caution him that I thought that Cooper Cup 
and you can listen to all of my pods before this where I thought that Cooper Cup was only going to go downhill rest of season, um, and he certainly fell off a cliff this week. Now, he's going to be okay. You're not completely shafted by this, but this week really made it look bad. Tyreek dropped 45 and just – it could not have been a worse scenario for you after this trade this week. It really couldn't. Um, so, I mean, if we go back to the night that we did the trade. So, we had talked – I had told you at, at Tacos that I said, I, I really want – I really want Cup. And then we start the podcast and I shoot – I shoot Razzy a feeler. Like, temperature check, would you do Tyreek for Cup? And it was a little bit of a back and forth. Uh, he wanted to – Obviously, he wanted to check out some stuff with some other people. And I was okay with that. I was like, just straight up, I was okay. And even then, obviously, today, sitting here right now, uh, that would have been the wrong move. But, um, I, and yeah, we talked about it. I wanted to get Galladay from you for Robert Woods if I made that trade. And it didn't work out that way. I still got Hines, which I still think was fine. It's whatever, but... Ultimately, none of that matters because I was feeling very confident going into the week. And then, yeah, I mean. You dropped 116 points. And then, and then, uh, and then Tyreek did what Tyreek is known to do. And I, I uh, yeah, I will I'll remember this week probably for the rest of my fantasy career. Um, yeah, these are the ones that burn into your brain. And the next time you consider doing something like that, you uh, are apprehensive. Like I said, I, I don't want to take too long on it. I just. I need a lot more weeks to go my way on this trade. I mean, one weekend, yeah, obviously. I mean, Razzie beat the brakes off that trade this week, and I just need to hope that over a, a season's time, which is why you make trades, things even out for me. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty much clowned this week, and a uh, lot to learn from. Lot to learn. Lot to learn from. A lot of football left. Uh, not looking great so far for that trade, but uh, again, you never know. Uh, so JT lost to Needs. Next game, Babs versus Gurky in the blowout of the week. Uh, Babs nearly doubles Kyle Gurky again. We touched on today. Uh, Needs pointed out Babs has been averaging all season only 105 points scored against him. That is it. Of course. So he's also, to be fair, he's averaged the most points scored, so it wouldn't probably matter too much. Um, but, yeah, uh, Babs undefeated, has another great week. Uh, I don't even want to touch on any of his players. Then you got uh, Gerke, who, oh, my goodness. I was talking earlier. This might be the worst managed week of fantasy football I have single-handedly ever seen. Um you know T-, T. Higgins is out. You don't start don't start Tyler Boyd. Um, you know that Cordero Patterson has been going off, and you put Marvin Jones in in front of him. Um, you have Tom Brady playing against the wizard that is Bill Belichick, who always finds a way to slow down the MVP type caliber players. You knew. It was going to be a rainy-ass game. You knew it was going to be in New England. There would be a lot of tension. And you still started Tom Brady over Taylor Heineke, who was playing the Atlanta Falcons high school defense. That was a bad move, Gurk. Now, again, we can't tell the future. And say what you will on the Daryl Henderson over James Robinson 
James Robinson was healthy. Daryl Henderson had been hurt all leading up to it. Uh, that was a bad play. Um, just bad all around, Dirk. You won the you won thirty five bucks for it though. Um, hopefully you bounce back next week. I, I you know usually you don't get a couple bad games in a row from old Andy Stash. Uh, good luck to you, Gert. Uh, moving forward, we have Slick in a little bit of a nail-biter against Zoner. That one was fun. At least there was a chance for a second last night on Monday Night Football. It almost seemed like right after halftime, uh, Raiders come out firing, and it's like, oh, shit, Slick might be in trouble. But uh, Derek Carr did what Derek Carr do through a, a crucial interception when it mattered <laughs> most. Uh, and Austin Eckler exploded for Slick, 31 points. Um, and maybe one of his best games I've ever seen Eckler play. If he can be that for you all season long, just a nice, a uh, close version to that. Uh, Chris's running backs looking pretty solid. DeAndre Swift had a shit week. Um, Diggs finally looked great for Chris. Uh, the real story here is Zoner's team. I think Chris is going to be okay. I think Chris is better than people were giving him credit for a few weeks ago. Kind of like my team. It's like a fine line. It's aged into a little bit better again not putting myself on a pedestal i'm well aware a lot of people's teams are better than mine a lot of people's teams are better than chris but they have aged nicely compared to some of the others for instance i was not aware of zoner's bench zoner's bench is so bad he if zoner if zoner doesn't have anyone to throw in i mean he's got a lot of these guys that will score like eight nine points he doesn't have anyone that could possibly pop off uh Kenyon drake daniel i mean daniel jones sure it's a quarterback. We're not going to count him. Uh, Kenny Drake, Brandon Ayuk, Cole Beasley, Curtis Samuel, Devin Singletary, all are nine-point ceiling guys. He doesn't have anyone that he can throw in there. And then that's fine. You may you may well say, who cares? It's just his bench as long as his starters are solid. He only needs to throw one or two of those guys in there on a weekly basis. But his starters, Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs, combined for 11. His starting running backs combined for 11 points. Oh, and you want to throw Miles Sanders in there too? Three running backs. His top three running backs combined for 17 points. Uh, and then you've got him relying – if he's going to do that, he relies too heavily on the Devontae Adams and uh, Adam Thielen, who I think Adam Thielen has had his best games this year there behind him. Uh, Mark Andrews continues to underperform. Um, DJ Moore, only bright spot on Zoner's team. I think Zoner has a bad team. I think that if Zoner had not started 3-0, I think Zoner misses the playoffs. I think Zoner barely squeaks into the playoffs as maybe the fifth or sixth team. Uh, he does have a bad fantasy football team, and he is going to need uh, some help moving forward. Uh, congratulations to the Dark Horse on another upset victory. He called it. And, oh, boy, uh Finally, we have the absolute massacre that occurred between Lindsey's Betch and Dirk Diggler. Sam was never in this game. Uh, Montgomery losing him for at least five weeks. That's a killer. Uh, Lockett was just now two games. He had two good games to start. Now he has two games under five points in a row. Um, Herbo continues to be decent. Jared Goff not honestly barely startable at quarterback 15 points uh is pretty much what he's going to average and uh, even chubb giving up a ton of carries to kareem hunt around the goal line um it, oh man travis kelsey worst fantasy output in probably like, a long no time. i think they said over a year four points uh so that'll change for you you can average you can put in 10 points to your score there but uh nonetheless 
Sam's team. Just a bad week. I don't think Sam has a bad team. I think Sam's team is better than Zoner's. Um, it's just going to be tough uh, because he's one and three. And again, I realize that's one game worse than I am. But at this point in the season, if you're two and two and you lose, so what? You're a game behind 500. If you're one and three and you lose, that's it. You are not going to the playoffs at one and four in this league. Not this year. Not going to happen. Uh, Razzie, congratulations on a great week. Hate to say it, but Jalen Hurts looks very good for fantasy. He loses every single football game, but looks good for fantasy. Uh, Aaron Jones, not great. Saquon, great week. Uh, but how could we not talk about old Tyreek? 45 points might be the performance of the year. Uh, three touchdowns. It was almost four. Uh, definitely a boom week. And then he gets the best week that Robert Woods has had so far this year, 13 points. Um, need some quarterback help, Razzie uh, does. I don't think it was the best he's done. I think he did the best, better week one. But anyway, at any rate, uh, Gerg, or not Gergi, sorry, Razzie. Razzie uh, needs quarterback help now. He, is, Jimmy G is probably out, and he doesn't even have another quarterback on the roster. So, if I am uh, his, yeah, he's just got uh, he's got quarterback woes. But at at any rate, looking real good. Razzie scored a ton of points, and uh, he is 500, just like your boy, just like Slick Will. And speaking of which, uh, we'll pull the standings up here, and those standings read as I check our time. We're good on time. So we know that Babs is in first place. Um, and then we have Nick Zoners in second. That isn't going to last long. Uh, Gerke in second, well, third place. Gerke's in third place. Um, both teams are three and one. Then at two and two, you have fourth place Razzie, fifth place me, sixth place Slick. We are separated, Slick and I, by like one point. Seventh place, Dirk Diggler. This is. Uh, outside looking into the playoff picture, Dirk Diggler, 7th, J-Team, 8th, Flower Power, uh, Farmer Neebs, ninth um, place, ninth place, 1-3, and three. desperately needs to win this next week. Uh, Scott's Tots, 1-3 and three as well, have him in dead last, a few points behind Nibri. These are These guys... I'm telling you, it's not just, you know, the game between Troy and Sam is big because they're both one and three. Loser of that, not going to the playoffs, if you ask me. Uh, but also for JT and Sam, I, or JT and Neems, rather, loser of that game, not going to the playoffs. In, oh, I play slick. I don't know if that's what you're saying. No, I was just saying that oh, I know general, you guys don't play. Yeah. yeah, I was just saying that Sam and Troy, it's bigger because so, they're both one and three. I will say I don't think starting one and four is a is a playoff. What I think is you're out of control. and you I need, think you're not making it to the and playoffs. And you need a lot more to go your way. I think uh, teams can lose, and then you can find your way in. I mean, people with losing records made it to the playoffs last year. Last year's, I you were right last year, but I don't think you're going to get that this year. Uh, even then, if you start one and four, and again, this is fucking very outrageous, but you could still end the season 10 and four. Of course you could. But if you start one and four, you would have to win three games in a row just to get to 500 by week nine. Right. And if you start one and four, the chances that you're going to win three games in a row are just slim and none. Again, I realize that it can happen, but I think this year – Teams are closer than ever as far as competitive. 
I think bye weeks are really going to separate us, but yeah, 100%. I think bye weeks are really, especially with how many teams are on similar bye weeks, I think we're going to see a lot of shakeup go on this week, this year. That is fair. I am putting my neck out there and saying that if you start one and four, you do not make the playoffs. Uh, we will keep an eye on that. Obviously, there could be outliers. People could prove me wrong, but that is what I am sticking to. Um, so I think that this last week, if you know, for me personally, I went, you know, could have been one and three, but instead two and two. I think that was a huge turning point in the season, and that's part of why I'm so excited about having one. I mean, we'll look um, at it when we get to the matchups this week, but I think. I think there could be a great equalizing going on this week, but we'll continue on. I don't know how much equalizing is going to happen in this week. I mean, it's an off number. It's an odd numbered week. Uh, we'll check it out though. So there you have it. Uh, now we will do a quick touch on the matchups for next week. Uh, we will make our picks. Um, let's see here. Week five. All right, we're pulling it up here. Um, so I get Zoner. I don't want to do that game first. I think first we will move on to Neebs versus Gurky. Very interesting. Although, hey, look, Gurky's projection is the highest I've seen this year. His projection before the week even starts is 150. Why is it so high? Dude, I Tom Brady, 24. I, Dalvin Cook, 23. Daryl Henderson, 16. Justin Jefferson, 15. Mike Williams, 14. Uh, James Robinson, 15. Leonard Fournette, 13. Dak, 23. I mean, I don't see that happening. Uh, he's got Leonard Fournette in there. I don't know if it's like eight. just certain teams or what, but I feel like this week ESPN has just got some outrageous projections. Not going. for my team, but they've been uh, – they have undervalued my team the last two weeks. So, uh, yikes. Oh, Gurgle. He, I think Gurky is overcorrecting from this last week since he left so many guys off. I think he's going to overcorrect. Still, look, Gurky. If you're ever going to start Cordero and it's not against the Jets, what are you doing? Why do you even have him on your team? You, you get the guy because he's he's in a hot streak, the hottest streak in the NFL right now maybe, and, and, and so he goes off last week again. I don't think he's worth a shit, but if you pick him up off waivers, you obviously believe in him. He's been going off. How do you not start him against the Jets? If you don't start him against the Jets, you're never starting him. And if you're never starting him, why even have him? That is silly. That is silly. You are a fool if you start Leonard Fournette over Cordero Patterson. You are an absolute fool. Man. Yeah, that's wild. Is Leonard Fournette a better player? Absolutely. But you have to ride the hot streak. Again, if you've got him, you might as well use him. And he's never going to be more useful than against the New York Jets. You are absolutely crazy. Um, but nonetheless, ESPN has Gerke winning. Winning easily over Neebs. Uh, Neebs' only projected advantages are at DK Metcalf over Mike Williams and Darren Waller over Tyler Higbee. Um, yeah, not a lot of uh, – I don't know. This one, I, I think Gerke, his projection is going to be – they always – I feel like they always under-project. And in this one, it seems like their ESPN is way over-projecting to me. I'm telling you, like I said, when I looked at mine, I, yeah, I, when I looked at mine, I thought, man, these are these are outrageous. But 
I don't know. I don't either. I am going to take Gerke just because I want Neves to be one and four. And with that, we will take our break before we get to the next matchup. I have Kyle Gerke winning next week. All right, we're back. Um, we just finished up the matchup between Gerke and uh, Neebs. I have Gerke winning that one. Basically, strictly, uh, that one's kind of a want. I really want Gerke to beat. But let's Neebs. say, let's say Gerke does lose that. Gerke falls to three and two. That's right. Neebs would fall or to gain two to two and three. Correct. Okay. So we're just doing hypotheticals here. Just to see how this league could even out this week. That's all I want to see. So all we'll right. just carry on. Okay, sure. Um, so I don't want to spend too much time on this because we have a ton of voicemail segments to fit in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm not going to go as in-depth on each team. Next matchup, Slick versus JT. Which is fitting for the song that I just played. Fell on some black days here with my old team. R.I.P. Ripping some players. Um, Who do you think wins? And I'm gonna pick the opposite. <laughs> I'm on it. I mean, I don't want to do the whole like doom and gloom, but I mean, I honestly think that Slick's gonna win this. Oh, you sound like me, JT. I, 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 this isn't even like a. I mean, I just I don't I don't like my matchups. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I think just, Chris has some pretty solid matchups. He's got some good matchups. Hey, ESPN thinks you're going to win. And his players are just being utilized in the right way. I just... I'm picking you to win. Oh, fuck, man. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I can do that. How in the world? Are you still projected 143? That's what with... I'm telling you, dude. These projects... Look at look at Josh Allen's projection. You don't have Chubba Hubba or Joe Mixon. Or no, you don't have CMC or Joe Mixon. You're playing Chubba Hubba look and at, Melvin Gordon. Look at Josh Allen's projection. 27.3. Yeah. Have I ever seen a projection that I don't high think in I my have. life? I don't understand what ESPN is doing on here. I mean, I know it's going to be KC, so they're probably projecting a shootout, but I've never seen a projection that high in my life. 27 points. Yeah, Chris wins this game. Chris Christ, wins this game. They say Cooper Cup's going to get 21. So you pick Chris, too? Yeah. Pick All right. Chris. That's probably what it, the power of negativity, my man. Well, that's not even, I mean, it is what I just don't like the way my. Uh, but playing. if you say that you're a realist, then people will still say that realist means pessimist. Is what I have learned in my life. <laughs> um, okay, there is that. Wow, what is going on here? Lindsay's batch is projected one fifteen to get absolutely spanked. What's happening? Oh well, they've got Jimmy G at zero. Oh, he's still so got he's Jimmy G in. projected like one thirty five with the quarterback. In he's there. fucking slow dogging us here on the pod. I mean, he'll put. Who's he gonna put? Uh, well, he's got to pick someone up off waivers. It'll probably be Z-Dub. Honestly, I don't know who. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, that's rough. But uh, at any rate, we've got Razzie versus Babs. Oh, wait. Oh, the shit talking in this one is going to <laughs> oh, be delightful. Oh, I can't wait. When is this? It's Tuesday. Shit talking will start Wednesday, Thursday. When Razzie... Oh, it'll start tomorrow when it they should. hear this pod. It I mean, should. It's... 
Uh, oh, man, this one's going to be – they're essentially projected the same with Razzie throwing a quarterback in. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess Brissett. Yeah, yeah he's going to be projected like 17 points. It's going to be like 132 or something after he gets sure, a quarterback in there. Sure. Uh, point being, this one's going to be close. Uh, does Razzie become a man of his word for once? I know he's not typically, but does he become a man of his word once and put his money where his mouth is and start Josh Gordon? I doubt it. I doubt it too. He doesn't actually truly believe in Josh Gordon. He's not a believer. He doesn't uh, deserve no, him. No, he doesn't. Um, and I hope he takes all Tyreek's targets, which it won't happen, but boy, Babs is just... Babs' team is his starters are averaging a combined 159 right now. That's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. I I hate to say it, but damn. Oh, Derrick Henry against Jacksonville. <sighs> oh, Razzie. Good night. Good night, buddy. You're donezo. That is all I needed to see. Oh man. Babs wins this matchup strictly off of that. What do you think? I think I agree. Yeah, I mean, it'll take Tyreek going for another 45 against Buffalo. Not happening. Not Otherwise. With, uh, not with Razzie's Lord and Savior Josh Flash Gordon in. <laughs> uh, next matchup. This one is the game of the week. Two one in three teams. Loser does not make the playoffs. Uh, 127 projection for Troy. 132 projection for Sam. What a game this is going to be. It, oh, man, I can't wait to go to Troy's on Sunday and see the looks on some faces. I doubt Sam makes it. I heard he made it last week. I had to miss, unfortunately. Uh, but, God, if I could be a fly on the wall and have both of these two, there, it's going to come down to the Monday night uh, Jonathan Taylor matchup, which, honestly, not that good of a matchup for Troy as Jonathan Taylor gets the Ravens on that Monday night. Uh, anything's possible. Uh, Sam slightly edges them out according to ESPN. Um, man, I'm not really seeing a lot of like big time matchups for Sam. Honestly, a bunch of pretty tough defenses in there for, for old Sammy boy. Well, I think, Oh the, boy. Yeah. A lot of tough defenses for Sam. I think the big thing that we need to look at is, is T Higgins going to start? T Higgins is not going to be playing this week. He is not. They haven't projected, but uh, and again, I could be wrong, I guess, but everything on the Bengals subreddit is saying that he is not going to probably play this week. Uh, they're saying that's why you should pick up the tight end because uh, he'll only be playable for one more week with Higgins out. The, at any rate, he'll you know whatever it's T Higgins. Troy could throw someone else in there. Uh, I guess Mike Davis, probably Devonta or Javante rather, uh, but. I don't know, man. This one's tough. This one's tough. This one, I think ESPN's right. This one's going to be super close. Neither, I mean, Troy's got a lot of guys against tough, uh, good defenses, too. This one, God, this one could go either way. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I Sam losing Monty, I think might. I think Troy's going to win, and I think Troy wins. I do. I He's got Zach Moss in there. I know Chiefs have looked rough. Uh, I think the Chiefs kind of have a bit of a bounce back on defense this week as they rise to the occasion against the Bills. Tr Troy wins. Troy wins in an absolute – this one's a, a, a coin toss of coin tosses. 
But in my mind, Troy slightly went. This one could be a, a under five point uh, differential. I pick Troy to win this matchup. I'm going to pick Sam to pick this match. I think Chubb's going to have a bounce back. I don't believe in Tyler Lockett, but if he does boom, if he does his boom thing, I think he's going to do great. I think Chase is still the guy, especially if Higgins is going to be gone. Kelsey, bounce back game. I think uh, I'm going to go with Sam on that one. <laughs> he does his boom thing. His boom thing. Uh, all right. There you have it. That's the first one we have been at odds on. Uh Finally, before we get the voicemails, we have me versus Zoners. Uh and projected to get blown out. I am project I again I have a zero in there tied in. Not oh. like that's gonna jump it up too much. Um Zoner wins this game. Yeah, Zoner wins. I think Chris Carson has uh, I think Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs are going to hit like exactly what they're projected. Um Mahomes will have a good game like always uh i do like the singletary play more than the moss play this week uh and other than that not going to go too far into it uh zoner wins this game and that's unfortunate because i think that down the road i think zoner's team is not built for the long haul not that mine is just saying zoner's isn't um, and then I've got questions with the Steelers. If Big Ben doesn't play, I am royally fucked, not only this week, but probably the rest of the season, because Deontay and Najee will get serious downgrades. Um, but at any rate, this week and this week alone, Zoner is going to defeat me. I mean, I get the doom and gloom for the Pittsburgh aspect, but... Listen, uh, you've got – yeah, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to have a game. I think that's game's going to be a shootout. But Chris Carson didn't even practice today with a neck injury, and they play on it's Thursday. It's Tuesday, my dude. They play on Thursday. Oh, that's right. Ooh, that, that – well, it's still not enough for me to win. But Chris that. Carson plays Thursday. Uh, Josh Jacobs with a leaky dick. Who knows what the fuck's happening there. Okay. They do play the Bears. Fair. Josh Jacobs. Uh, and Chris Carson, if he plays, they play the Rams. I mean, who is true? Uh, Holmes does get the Bills. He gets the Bills, which, which should be on paper a shootout, probably a defensive battle where no one fucking scores. Derek Carr against the Bears. Derek Carr. I mean, yeah, he's good for 20. Look, is it possible? Yes. I just, I've just i had a couple weeks in a row where I outscore my projection. I don't think it's going to happen three weeks in a row. I think I'll be two and three, which I am totally okay with. Two and three is fine by me. Uh I still, you know what? I I've already played the top three guys. I've already played Razzy, Babs, and Gurky, and now I'm about to play Zoner. So after this, I am going to be playing the lower half of the league. You know what I'm saying? Fair. So I would. I mean, I'm just the only people I'm really scared of on Zon's team is Mahomes, obviously Adams, and DJ Moore, and Derek Carr. But it's quarterbacks. Okay. So I think so Ryan can do it. I think Murray obviously is going to fucking do it. So who so. wins? I got you winning this. All right, thank you for the confidence, but you are incorrect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we are going to go to the voicemail segment at this point. A lot of them to get to. I believe there is double digits. Um, so let's let's go ahead and get this queued up. I gotta get connected here. 
powering on. Here we Welcome go. to All Tech Lansing. All right, so uh, man, I, so I've got one that is from before the games, and that one is the uh, Troy one. And we're we're gonna start with that. We're gonna go chronological here. Uh, you're gonna get tired of hearing Razzie's voice. I promise you that. Um, but we will start with Troy's. This one came in from Troy the day after last week's pod. So this came in Wednesday last week. Oh, I'm sure I'm probably going to love this. Oh, uh, this one is interesting. So we are going to pull it up and a two minute long one here as well. Uh, so let's just, let's just listen and let's really, really admire the irony, the, uh, the lack of uh, foresight that this message shows. Let's really admire this one. Let's really soak it in. Let's just savor this voice message from T-Roy. Uh, and we are going to go ahead and start. Wow. I cannot believe I'm going to say this. We stop it. We'll start that over. Here we go. Wow. I cannot believe I'm going to say this. But I have never been so proud to be Lindsay's bitch pledge dad. I cannot believe how well he finessed JTFA into giving up his best player plus some on his team. Manhandled, finessed, butt-fucked, harassed, uh, taken advantage of, screwed up. I mean, whatever you can think of as far as synonyms to getting fucked, that is what my boy Razzy, Lindsay's bitch, did to JT. Somehow, I thought, I did think JT was on the way to having a good team, being able to compete in the playoffs, and, and possibly win. And he traded himself out of it. Oh, my gosh. Days like today... They just don't come very often, days like today. The fact that Gunaria is 0 for Gopher and Lindsey's betch just made JT his betch, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if things could get quite better. Babs can have his perfect win-list or loss-list team. He can have it. Because what's going on right now in the bottom tier is a party. And it looks like a lot of people are about to join it. Dosh, Q, don't stand chance. <laughs> what did he say, man? Dosh, you don't stand a chance is how he finished it after that rant about uh, JT getting trade raped, which is true and relevant. He uh, took a quick right turn into <laughs> me not standing a chance. And I'll tell you right here and now, listen to this. 
if you go and look at the uh, episode page for last week's episode for when I dropped the pod, I put in the show notes that I was going to shock the world and beat Troy. Oh. I put that in the show notes last week. Uh, so that one was great. Did not age well at all. That aged like a uh, fine bowl of guacamole <laughs> out in, uncovered in the summer air. Oh, three hours. Roy. Oh, my God. Oh, savor it, JT. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to need a couple more weeks here to let mine potentially uh, also turn out my way. But I relish in it now. You definitely got the short-term satisfaction. I'm obviously dealing with the uh, quite very, very obvious short-term dissatisfaction and potentially long-term, but we'll see. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> oh, and I suspect man. this is going to be the first of many voicemails that I'll have to. Uh, yeah, to that's probably not going to be the last of it. Uh, that one was great. That one's going in the all-timer for me. Oh, Jesus. I just love it. Uh, we are going now to the next one. So this one didn't come in until Sunday uh, at 5 o'clock. This is uh, most of the games are over. The, oh, I wonder who called this one. The uh, afternoon game is almost over. And, uh, yeah, you're going to get like five or six in a row from this young man. Hey. This is Tyler Rasmussen, a.k.a. Retired Gambler, a.k.a. Lindsay's Bet. And I just called to let you guys know. Well, really, I the real, the real reason I called was to thank everyone for getting over to the right lane to let me pass because I am back. You guys are so fucked. It's not even, it's not even funny how fucked you guys are. I'm going to have to drop 200 fucking points this week. 30 from Jalen. 30 from Saquon. 45 from Tyree Kill. 30 from Scary Terry. And I still have Aaron Jones going. I mean, you guys are so fucked. My team is coming in to its truest form. I might not lose another fucking game the rest of the fucking season. There it is. You guys are so fucked. I apologize. Hopefully you start saving your ass to get that Dogecoin on that fucking ass cheek because you guys are so fucked. Fuck you, Babs. Oh, bold claims. Razzie says he's never going to lose again. Razzie also apparently thinks that Tyreek is going to have 45 every week and Scary Terry's going to have 30 every week. Razzie thinks that all of his players that just had their best week of the season are going to do it every single week. Yeah, no. Uh, obviously, congrats to Razzie on winning our trade, but I don't think you can have that sketch of quarterback play and win this league. It is... He's going to need to make some trades for an actual winning quarterback for that quarterback too. Right now, it's a, it's an empty slot. It's going to be Jacoby Brissett, and it's going to be or it's going to be uh, uh, I don't remember who I don't even know who else is even on the way. Z Dub, Z Dub, right? So you know, yeah, he's got good players, but again, Tyreek's not going to do that every week. And uh, yeah, some very 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 bold claims there coming out of old Razzie. Well, don't go too far. We have only like six more from him. Oh, uh, so sure. this next one came two minutes later. Oh, here we Again, go. He is at this point. He also is loose wanna, off the juice off the Woodford Reserve. What do you have to say? Also, want to say is he projected himself to w- over two hundred points. 
And the only that humble, didn't happen. Only humble brag I have so far is I am the highest scorer of this league so far. That's the only humble brag I have. So I'm going to say. Well, that. you had the one week. Yeah, the, you have 180.2, right? Yes. Yeah, still the highest scorer of the league so far. Well, right, you're not the highest scorer. You had no. the single. Right. I thought of that's what you were getting at. of this season. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, at any rate, Ramsey is drunker than ten Indians at this point. It's late Friday night. It's only well, it's Friday right. evening. Uh, th- this one is uh, two minutes later. So he he really thought of a lot to say in two minutes. Hey, I'm calling back. It's Ramsey again. Um, the only reason I'm calling back is I I just forgot to mention Sam's embarrassment of a week. Not sure if he's even going to score hundred at this point. Um, I might score 200, so would that be the biggest blowout in league history? I'm not sure. Would I be the most highest scoring team of league history? I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter. (laughs) My team is here to stay. I can't even stress enough how worried you guys should be. You guys should be so scared. Even my son is in the background, goo-goo-gone about how good my team is. You guys are so fucked. So I apologize ahead of time because I'm about to make an ass of myself for the rest of those this week after I drop 200 this week. Yep. You guys are not going to be able to stand me come next Sunday. But that's okay. Yep. You guys are so fucked. <laughs> Is he dropping F-bombs in front of his newborn kid? He's I mean, right in front of the kid. He's a poor like, child. God. I mean, his first word's going to be fuck. It is definitely going to be fuck. And he'll be like, I'm so proud of you, Jet, for saying fuck. <laughs> He's got to sleep on the couch and do things like that. Listen, uh, <laughs> to address the biggest blowout, I think Razzie, me blowing out Razzie, is still the biggest blowout of the season as well. So that also Oh, did not that, that is a little bit of a factoid there. That's right. Razzie... Uh, both you and I are Razzie's two losses. So Razzie cannot defeat the podcast crew. Oh, 180.2 to 97. So it's a long oh, way to go for oh. a blowout. He ended up only beating Sam by 60 to be fair. Still a blowout. All right. We have another one from Razzie. This one, uh, nine minutes after that, he is uh, putting the kid down. The, probably The bottle is gone at this point. Him and his dad have completely finished a bottle of whiskey um, he is probably chowing down on some uh, greasy foods. His son is listening to his uh, profanity-laced uh, rants in the background. Uh, Lindsay is hunkered over in the corner trying not to say the wrong thing so he doesn't slap her across the face. Uh, and now we're going to listen to what he had to say nine minutes after that last message. I just realized that I played Babs. <laughs> next week. <laughs> oh, Babs. You caught my team at the wrong fucking time, pal. Boy, oh boy. That that uh that ivory tower is about to come crashing down, pal. Yikes. Hold on, let me look real quick. I don't even know if he's about to win this week or what the deal is. Hold on a second. Oh, no. So, chances are he's going to win this week. He's going to be 4-0. First loft against Lindsay's Betch. Man, that stinks. Can you imagine losing to me? <laughs> Fuck you, Babs. 
Can you imagine losing to the Reds? We can't. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot but... imagine what that would feel like. Uh, boy, you can really hear how much liquor he's had at this point. I love he it. sounds like a goblin. Such a contagious laughter. You can really tell he's three sheets to the wind. <laughs> yeah, that one was. Uh, I was. That one had us rolling here in studio. Um, Oh boy, Razzy, I, I just hope for you, man. I think you've dug yourself quite a hole here. A lot of hot takes. Spicy, spicy takes. Um, Spicier than the tacos I just ate. So here we go. Uh, this one, hour and a half later. Hour and a half later that oh, same boy. night. So you can imagine uh, the liquor is uh, deep in the veins at this point. He's probably getting a little groggy, a little tired. Um, he has smacked Lindsay all around the house. <laughs> Um, and let's see what he has to say at almost 7 o'clock on Sunday night. Hey, it's 6.52 Sunday night. <clears throat> so obviously the Sunday night game has not started. The Monday night game <clears throat> hasn't played yet, obviously, but uh, by the looks of it right now, Troy Vincent Sales, a.k.a. <clears throat> Scott's Tots, a.k.a. the league's last place team. Oh, no, Troy. <laughs> Figure it out. You talked a lot of shit, and now you're in last place. That's beast, buddy. <laughs> oh, T-Roy, he'll have something to say, I think, yeah. about this one. He got that ready oh, early. Obviously, oh, he carried it on into Monday. He was definitely still Woo! riding that high. Oh, man. Oh, gee. oh, wait. And then, okay, so that one was great. Um, Troy, take it personal. Uh, oh, man. It, it's, it honestly is rare when Troy's in last. So, it, I, I look, I get it. But a lot of football. Uh, so, the next one that Razzie sends is uh, another hour later. This was just after 8 o'clock. About halftime, probably. Hi, uh, this message is just to apologize to JT, Jonathan JT Thompson. Um, I'm sorry. I feel bad. I feel bad for how bad I fleeced you last week. It's, it's so bad. It is so fucking bad. I just want to know that my end of the trade basically scored seven. Basically 58 points, 57.9 points. <laughs> Your side of the trade. <laughs> Scored a combined nine points. Wow. <laughs> Imagine being JT right now. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, JT. All right. This, this call was an apology call, and I'm sorry that I took advantage of you like that. And I wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season. Good luck. Fuck you, Babs. Oh, JD. You know oh, what? Oh, those numbers I do could not tell. sound good. I, honestly, I could tell he was sincere in his apology. <laughs> and I'm going to be the bigger man. I'm going to accept his apology. <laughs> very authentic. Very authentic apology. It came from the heart. It did. It did. I mean, he meant everywhere. I could have done without the recap, but honestly, I, I appreciate he took the time to apologize to me. <laughs> all right, so uh, that was all for that night for Razzie, but then he did call back 
uh, the next day. And we're going to take our quick break here, and then we will get into what Razzie had to say that following morning at 5 in the morning. Oh, Good morning, my fellow league mates. It is currently 5.10 in the morning. And let me tell you, I woke up with a pep in my step this morning. It was a little easier getting out of bed this morning. It was a little easier rolling out, kicking my feet over, putting my gym shoes on as I drive to the gym right now because there will be no fat boy fall here. We're getting healthy this October, um, but that's beside the point. The main point is, I am feeling good. And you might ask, why are you feeling good? Troy Vincent Sales is in last place. Damn, that feels good to say. Last place Troy. Old bottom feeder Troy. Oh, man. Troy, you better figure it out. You've traded away all your good players. You're on full tilt now, being in last place. And if I don't, don't you know, maybe fact correct me here, but I think he's got the least amount of points in the league, too. Struggling. Oh, tell me, League 4, that shows how much you know about fantasy football. Ugh. Why are you so obsessed with me? It doesn't matter. We're obsessed with the fact that Troy is in last place. Fuck, I could say that all day. It feels so good. Troy, you suck. Can't wait to see you get tatted. Was a spot on Troy impression. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with me? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rich. Oh, that was good. I think that, that was the last of our Razzie uh, collection for the week. Uh, oh, that one was good. Oh, boy. <laughs> Razzie let everybody have it this week. Um, Troy, uh, <laughs> if you're Troy, if you're listening, my man, I, I didn't. Really screen these, so uh, take this take this up with Razzie. I I had nothing to do with it. Uh, if you're unhappy with how it went, uh, feel free to leave your own voicemails. He does. The next one comes from Troy. No, I know, but I'm talking. About oh, this you mean later. after this? Yeah. Of course. I'm. Oh, well, anyone. I, I can imagine that people are going to have some messages. I'm sure Babs has got some messages after Razzie's tirade and a couple of people. I'm sure there are many messages to be had on the group chat. Why are you well. so obsessed with me? Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> Oh, geez. Uh, sounded exactly like I know Troy to sound. Right, uh, free. Next message is from Troy, and I got this message at 10.30 this morning. Here we go. The, uh, the reason I'm calling is to be clear of the air, like what Dweebs did last week. So I wrote understand that there is going on rough couple weeks players haven't hit their uh, ceilings yet have avoided any major injuries uh, as of now but I am not tilting as yet Um, now what I will say is Sam, I am coming to you. I just got to get that out of the way. Now, let's get back to the real thing at hand here. And that's the fact that before 7 o'clock, the squad had said Scott's top 
for leaks over 220. And this is coming after huge victories from all the squad. I look at my phone and it's 4.30 a.m. and they are already talking about Scott's Tots. Now, I don't know the definition of free property, rental property, but I know I've got so much in these guys' heads. This is great. This is great. Took an L in the game, congrats to us, but took a dove against the squad. So I, I know that there was uh, some cutting out there at the beginning. Troy's calling us from Western Kansas. Yeah, I, I don't know what that's all about. He says he's calling to clear the air. He says a uh, rough, rough start or whatever, rough week. Um, he uh, then says he's avoided major injuries and that Sam better uh, get out of his way this week. And uh, then he says that by 7 o'clock this morning, uh, they had mentioned his name in the chat two hundred times. That he has moved comfortably into the squad's uh, minds. Uh, he's already moved. <laughs> They're in. talking about him at four thirty in the morning. Uh, yeah, he says that he has rent-free property in their heads. Uh, <laughs> do I say? Dare I say? Does he say that they're obsessed with him? Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> What is it with me? All right. Um, so that was 1030 this morning, and we have one more here uh, from a first-time caller. Oh, here we uh, go. This is – I'm just going to play it. I got this one. Uh, actually, while we were recording the pod here, only like an hour ago this message came in. Going on a time here. 7.22 here on Monday, getting ready to listen to more of Razzie's unhinged rant. I have a feeling we're going to hear a few apologies tomorrow. couple things here. Dogs. Man, trying to figure out all day what I did to you, and I finally figured it out. It was the comment yesterday about how I get you, JT, and Wilson. All in a row. And you waited until you won against Troy. And then you just let loose, buddy. Which I don't blame you. So we'll see. The good thing is uh, we get to see how it all plays out. I feel good about my team. I think I got a good replacement for old Monty. So I think we should be all right. We will find out in about three months, boys. <laughs> All right, Sam obviously alluding some to... Some accusations on uh, there. Well, he got some accusations to no, answer I to. Had nothing to. It had nothing to do with him saying that his schedule was easy and including me in that uh, uh, so-called easy schedule, although uh, I my team has more wins than his. So call that easy if you want. I have a better record. And uh, no, I like I said, it was just maybe some pent up emotions coming out from me from being zero and two, and now being <laughs> two and two. Um, but I didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. That's not an apology. That's just telling you that I didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, that being said, uh, thank you for the call, Sam. Uh, Man, does and- anyone personify the gift 
of I am the liquor more than Sam. No, I think I that might have been. I think he might be the liquor right now. <laughs> I am the liquor. Andy. <laughs> oh, that's the way way she goes. Although I will say, you know, obviously I was pretty quiet today. And listen, I know it'll come across as I'm losing. Maybe it is true. Maybe I would be a little more active, even though I shouldn't be if I was winning. But it, I cannot focus at work. I literally cannot focus at work. Every time I pick up my phone, it takes me like three minutes to get back in, into focusing on work because all I want to do is go check Reddit and do the fantasy football. Whenever I, It is hard for me to come back in uh, once – I am participating in the chat because it comes in so irregularly. Well, I think I, that's I think that's why you're struggling this year. It could be. It could be why I'm struggling, uh, honestly. And I maybe I just need to get your priorities straight. I need and to put let, fantasy football before your work. I need to let my work suffer, and I need to let my fantasy thrive. And but at any rate, the few times I did check today, there were a lot of feuds going on today. I think. Uh, Babs and Gurky hate each other now. Babs and Gurky, that one came out of nowhere. Little, I loved it. Little uh, the finger flip the emojis flip off from Gurky. Gurky was not Got having it. He I was, loved to see it. He was not having it. He was pissed after he lost. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Gurky. And there were and Sam. I guess that Sam had a couple. I think that was you and Sam might have been one. I don't know, but oh, uh, can we talk about? Uh, Razzie and Neves like circle jerking each other last night. Uh, last few, uh, it's last been that few way for nights. a while. It has been a long time now. We haven't mentioned it, but man, I I don't know what's going on with Razzie and Neves. Do they have a gay affair? They just might. Like I've never seen Razzie defend Neves so much in my life. Like it was like any chance he could. He was liking Cardinals posts. I know. And- he was like, it's October baseball. Or Neves like October baseball cards. Razzie was like, like. What's that? Like, I'm telling you, Razzie's like one of those girls that just like whatever team that their boyfriend likes. Yeah, he was so caught up in it that he doesn't realize what he's doing. He is so high on Neve supply and just it overall squad hate. He doesn't even realize what he's doing. Oh, I, he I, is you're, just you're right on the nail. You, hey, look, how many girls do you think you can go on and find their? Uh, 2015 pictures. They're wearing Royals World Series shirts, <laughs> and this year they're wearing Cardinals. Uh, playoffs, Cardinals postseason shirts. How and, many of those girls exist? Yeah, well, one of them's name's Honor, so. <laughs> oh, well, with the Chiefs, the Chiefs, not the Royals, right, I guess. But, right, right, right. Uh, at any rate, yeah, I, I, I do think that there is some sort of backdoor reach arounding going on with Neves and, and Razzie. I couldn't believe it, man. When I was seeing in the chat, there was so much defending going on by Razzie for Neves. They're, they're snowballing. Yeah, they're, they're snowballing. They're snowballing each other. They're snowballing. They reach around and they are. Uh, oh God, who knows what the the gays are into the these lingo. days? I, I don't know. They're they're into twinks. Who's the uh, who's the top? <laughs> who's the twink? Who tops? Who bottoms? Who's the bear? Yeah. Oh well, Razzie's the bear. Razzie's definitely the bear. What's the gay term for whatever Neves is? Uh man, who knows? A big, tall, lanky <laughs> goofball. Goofball. What do they call that? <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, they. It was they, strange. It was a lot of strange happening. This they weekend. ream each other's buttholes. <laughs> they do. It's just uh, I think a lot of people who normally win were losing, and a lot of people who normally lose were winning. And it was just it was concocting up into a wild ass fart, and it just let loose on us. <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> I'm love sure it. you did. Uh, Whatever. I'm sure that I'll be taking down a peg this week, but uh, 
you know, it's like Razzie said, I mean, shit, you know, you got to enjoy it while you can. And I might not, hey, who knows? I might not be 500 again all year. So uh, I am uh, on my high horse, I guess, if you want to say that. Although I'm not, I think I'm not that great of a team. It just feels good to be 500. Um, that being said, I think we're about to wrap her up here. Uh, we got an hour and a half her in. Um, I don't know. I don't really have any closing stuff to say other than it's not over. Uh, you're one in three teams this week. You have to win. Yeah, I, I truly do believe that if you are one in three and you lose this week, in my opinion, you will not make it to the playoffs. I do not believe that you will. I really do not. And it's I, possible. I, is I, it possible? Yes. yes, it is. And I disagree only because I will say that if you're one in three, it's a lot of it's out of your hands. It's a lot more out of your hands than it ever is, which we all know fantasy has a lot of luck in it. But regardless, you need some other people to lose. And I think that you can still make it. Like I said, it's fucking impossible or it seems impossible, but starting one and three, you get in the season at 11 and three. That's how fucking long the season is, right? Because we play the week 14, right? Correct. So theoretically, you get in 11 and three. So there's a lot of football left. We got the bye weeks coming. Um, if you start one and four, you can theoretically end 10 and four. So not again, not likely, but if you're losing some close matchups, you know, maybe there's some positivity there for you. Um, so it's definitely not over. Like you said, I agree. JT giving the pep talk to, I think to himself more than the rest of the league, honestly, but I'm no, giving he's, myself he's not, a little okay, bit look, of, look, it's not impossible. Sure. Um, I don't think it happens. I think you, I've said it a hundred times on this pod. Start one and four. Don't make the playoffs this year. And with that, I am going to uh, call it a night and not watch baseball. I couldn't care any less. Uh, so, yeah, I'm signing off, JT. I'm also signing off. All right. We will get this out, and we will see you guys on the flip.